you've been searching for that something, welcome my friend. Come on in and spend time with women just like us who come together to unlock true success and potential in our hearts, lives, and calling. I do know what it feels like to just want it all, to be ready to scale, to want to have that work-life balance, more authentic relationships, but then feeling stuck, second-guessing, imperfectionism, people-pleasing, just to list a few. I want you to understand that it is not about our ability to manage a busy life. I want to help you recognize that there's so much more to becoming a fulfilled, successful, purpose-fueled woman. And it can be simple. Let's do this. Let's walk this journey. Let's step into your hidden confidence. Welcome to Her Unapologetic Life. Hey there, welcome back. Mercedes here with Her Unapologetic Life. We're episode 86, and this is the first episode I will be recording with two dogs in the house. We have adopted another dog, Bella, another doodle, a Bernadoodle this time, and I'm sure you've seen her on Facebook. I kind of get a little obsessed with dog pictures. Um, my boys tease me that I have more pictures of the dogs. But anyway, let's let's get going. So how are things going with you kind of, you know, you contemplating your intuition a little bit more? Are you checking to see, are you able to hear your intuition? Are you still listening to that monkey mind in your brain, the ego, right? And um, I, find, I find that I hear my intuition so much more these days, but um, especially as of late, I've noticed some patterns that I have and some things, and I thought I would bring it to you here today because you might be dealing with the same thing. So as we're looking at intuition, one thing I really noticed is as a recovering people pleaser, perfectionist, um, monkey mind lady, I often, um, you know, hear my intuition. I, I really think things are going well, but when I have options that I, I really want both or even all three options, I find myself that I get stuck still in the indecision, confusion, and like ego kicks on for, for lack of better words, right? Um, so it's usually when I have some really good options um, and I know I think either option is going to be okay, but I don't always know which one is best, right? So instead of, you know, settling in even deeper, um, I kind of get into that perfectionist thing of like, well, I need to choose the best one. So for today, I thought we would ponder that a little bit together because what happens as we listen to our intuition, our, you know, is our ego is not gone, right? She's still there. Um, but we're able to navigate life a little more freely. But it's going to happen where you have these options presented to you, and it's going to stir up that. For me, it's a lot of the perfectionism, the people-pleasing of, like, which one's best, which one isn't. So really wanting to help us trust our intuition more. So today, let's kind of dig in a little bit. Um, you know, because I don't know about you, but I've decided not to live in the extremes or in confusion, Right. And so when these choices come forth, I get a little frustrated because I want it to be clear. <laughs> I want there to be that positive outcome because I'm really dialed in and in tuned. Um, and I really just want to choose the best option, right? Um, so anyway, I, I will tell you this. At the end of the day, at the end of all of this, the more and more you practice listening to your intuition, the more you will know what the best option is for you. For today, I'm going to give you some, some, you know, kind of tidbits on how to kind of really experiment with that and explore so you don't have to just sit there and hope it comes to you, right? <laughs> right. And so my disclaimer today is I'm still in that process. Every time I teach something, every time I grow, then I have some, um, you know, an experience happen or it, it's a mirror comes up that shows me, oh my goodness, like I'm still working through this. Um, we all have 
that majorly deep conditioning, right? That we've we've gotten through life. It's kind of protected us, but we've kind of known for a while now that we don't need all of that. And so as we're working through it, it's just going to kick up some major shit for us. It just is. So if you're on the journey with me where you're really, really curious and really, really into your intuition, but you're sometimes still having this indecision and squirreliness, you're in the right place. We're in the right place, right? We're, we've crossed into awareness and curiosity and over that threshold. Um, but now it's a place where we need to be practicing it more and more so we can take it to the next level, the next step. So yeah, that's kind of where I'm going. Indecision sucks, right? I really, there's one thing that really gets to me these days is the indecision when I get stuck in that. It just sucks. And I have this term, which, you know, you've seen online and it's a little bit more of a crass term that I probably normally use, but I think indecision is mind fuckery at its finest, right? <laughs> the term has been around. Um, and I just really think that into our intuition is the opposite of that mind fuckery. So what is mind fuckery or the mind fuck? I think I'm just going to say MF after this because even my dog's offended. No, I'm just kidding. He's just looking at me like, what? Um, we're able to call it out when we see it in the world, right? Like, so the definition that I found for MFery is that which destabilizes or confuses the mind. And the other definition was really focused on the action of someone acting in a way or doing an action with the intent of seriously disturbing another person, right? So when we look out in the world, we can see that. We can see it in our relationships. We can see it in others' relationships. We can see it on the media. We can see it at play in the community, um, you know, the political environment, all these different things, Right. Um, and it can be intentional or unintentional, but it causes emotional distress, right? Um, and it can radically change, this is part of the definition, radically change um, their, our ideas or beliefs um, in something, right? You know, and it's, it's a, mind, a mind fuck is something that really intentionally messes with another person. Um, that's kind of the shortened version. Look it up yourself. See what you find. Uh, I found some interesting definitions. Um, a lot of them really talked a lot about how in the intentional part of it is where a person is intentionally doing that to another person. And that's where we see a lot of those, the narcissistic behaviors, the bullying, you know, those kinds of things that come out. Um, but for that's another, that is another podcast because I think all of us have people like that in our lives that we're not sure how to navigate and we feel like they're effing with us, right? So that's another episode. This episode is about the mind fuckery that we have within our own brain that we manifest and we like, it just perpetuates on ourselves, right? Um, so consider that, you know, that that's what you're doing to yourself. It kind of gives you a little more responsibility there, but, but it also gives you a way out, right? Um, you know, consider that when you have two options to choose from or more, and you're stuck in the indecision and you're, you're doing that whole um, squirrel monkey mind thing, you are, you are in that, I say I'm kind of in a mind fuck, but I have the ability to get out. Does that make sense? So it's not like an external person is perpetuating something on me. I'm actually perpetuating it on myself. And that's been humbling because sometimes, usually when I feel like I've come so far and I notice behavior of other people, it is as if God holds up the mirror to say, Mercedes, you're noticing this because of what you're dealing with. And this is not with guilt or shame. Um, actually, when we navigate life and eliminate the guilt and the shame, it, it just works so much better. One of my favorite things to do um, in practice with women is helping them get rid of that crap. 
But anyway, so for today, let's just let's just consider that like we have these options. They're they're all, they're both they're pretty good, but we want to pick the best one because we want to you know delve into our intuition and live our life by design. Giving you such, just a few tidbits, so um, just gotta ponder and to consider as you hear them, right? And so um, these are just some things that have helped me to really navigate when I have a few good options and I'm ready to try to dial in my intuition, but I'm feeling stuck. Okay. So first foundational is creating safety within yourself for your intuition to show up. Right. Um, and we've talked a lot about the many ways that you can do this. You know, it's those spiritual disciplines. It's the prayer, the meditation, it's the, it's the settling in, it's getting out in nature, right? Giving ourselves the space away from the noise of the ego and of the world, really, um, for for us to show up, for us to connect to divine, you know, and um, have that conversation or and to listen, I say kind of to our inner whisperings, right? You'll know the ego's loud and the intuition is kind of like this gentle nudge. They're nudging us, you know, and I say, even if you can just listen to the nudge, maybe not act on it right away, that's your intuition. Well, create the safety for more of that because when you have two options, you're going to feel, you're going to confuse about what nudge what nudge you're doing, you're getting, right? The ego is also very, she's just so smart and wants safety for you, right? But this is creating safety within so that you can let her know you're safe and you can do this. Um, next, to really set yourself up to be able to, to really make these decisions when you have some good options is taking ownership of it. Um, if you're looking at two options um, and the, you know, like you're trying to make a decision and there's somebody who is truly exerting that much influence and control over you in your, in your decision-making, that's for sure something to look at. That's a really pushy person. Um, or are you the one that is vacillating and giving your power away? Um, I find I'm usually the latter of the two uh, because I'm having this whole mind drama about what is my husband going to think if I choose this or what will my kids, you know, will I have to deal with this or that? And so really taking ownership of um, where I go when I have two good options and just, you know, I don't want to get into victim is really where I'm going with that. Um, and then next, you know, I used to really do the pro-con list to try to make decisions when I had two options I wanted. So I wouldn't recommend that you get stuck in the pro-con list um, area. But sometimes when we are avid thinkers like we are, we need to write it out. You know, we need to clear out that crap. We need to clear it out, the chatter, and then get to the heart of the matter. I love to rhyme. Um, you know, and so if you need to write it out, you know, I say projectile vomit style, which is kind of gross, but it gives you that like, you know, that force of you're getting it out of yourself and it's on paper and it's no longer stuck and trapped in your brain. Right. And so you're getting out those things. And so when you're facing something, a decision, you kind of be like, okay, I think I have nudging, but I don't know what it is. Writing out bullet point or journal style is always going to help you. Right. Another, another thing to really consider practicing is sitting with it. I talk about that a lot. I texted a few friends when I was in Florida, and I was like, I'm sitting in my shit. And uh, I'm swearing a lot this episode, by the way, but I really feel powerfully about and strongly about getting rid of the um, this kind of thinking and getting more into intuition, right? So anyway, sitting with it, when you sit with it, it's not like you just need to like, you know, bathe in it, but it's, it's just... Sitting there, allowing yourself to settle in um, and really listen in when you're a little quieter to what your body is telling you. Um, so when you're sitting with it, you don't need to go crazy with your thoughts. 
you can settle into your body because your body doesn't lie. Your your mind is going to like tell you all sorts of stories, but your body is really telling the story <laughs> even deeper. And one of the my greatest things of the he healing myself and just really living into my authentic self more is listening to my body and really honoring my body more. It's all connected, right? And there's so many ways to do that, of course. You know, for people like me, uh, just sitting and meditating and getting into the body, you know, doesn't come as quickly. So I love to pair it with like yoga, walking in the woods, um, you know, um, just kind of like checking in. A lot of practitioners, they do muscle testing to see like what's true for me, what isn't. Our body will tell us what is true for us and what isn't. Uh, for many years, I've, I've used a pendulum and I uh, haven't talked a ton about it because when I first was introduced to it by my mother, of all people, I was like, oh, that's very new age woo. Like that's like, you know, kind of like Ouija board-esque, you know, and I'm like, but as I've, as I've researched it, the practitioners who use it, it just, it works with the, um, and I'm not good with science, of course, you know, and all those terms, but it, it works with the grab, like the gravity and the equilibrium and the energy field of our body that we actually have that keeps us here and grounded, right? Research it, it's cool. But sometimes I go for that, usually when it comes to decisions for for my body, for nutrition. You know, not necessarily like, is somebody in a bad mood? You know, that does get a little Ouija board-esque. But anyway, so really sitting with it, finding it out. Um, if your mind doesn't come up with the answer, your body will. <clears throat> Another way to really get to it when you're facing these decisions or you have some options that you think you like all of is saying that out loud, like saying your choice out loud and to see what your reaction is. So like if I, you know, think a lot of the times I vacillate back and forth, it's, it's whether I commit to something or not with others, right? So it's usually like, do I go on a vacation? Do I stay home? Do I go away for the weekend? Do I stay home? So a lot of those things are for me, it's like making the choices about how to spend my time with others. And so if I say, oh, staying home this weekend feels so relaxing, and I, I sit there for a minute and I still feel like, well, I'm, I'm missing something. I'm missing out on something. Then I think, is it FOMO? Or is it really my body's calling me to just be home, right? So you're going to get towards those answers um, a little bit easier, you know, when you're, when you're doing that. And you can, say, you can say the other option out loud and see how, it, how you feel. Your mind and your body will both answer, <laughs> of course. Um, and then also like naming fears that come up, like, oh my goodness, I'm going to let this person down, you know, is usually where I go with it. Or, oh my goodness, I, um, you know, what if I regret that I didn't have this experience? You know, I've, since I've had some loss lately in my life, sometimes I'm like, I need to just do this because I'm not going to be able to do this again, you know, and being careful with, is that really what's best for me or not, you know? And then, um, sometimes this is kind of like, um, the last one to really keep in mind, because I think, um, we're very, like, we want to be a committed people, right? So sometimes we'll dial in into our intuition. We'll, we'll make a choice that we believe is, like, best in that moment. Um, and later on, we're going to, we're going to um, you know, wonder if that's the right choice. Or we're going to want to change our mind, you know, in quotations. And so I want to invite you to think about you always have the ability to change your mind, even if you've made a commitment. I mean, that's a big one. That's another one. Um, I was raised not to do that. Like you commit to something and you better do it. I'm married to a guy who back in the day, like if he was sick, he would not stay home from work because he committed to it unless he was sick on the side of the road, literally, literally. So surrounded by that, really feeling like, I, and, and then if I didn't, if I couldn't do it, then I judged myself. So 
for my history, it's it's hard for me when I make a decision and then it's like, oh, my gut just doesn't feel it after I did it, to actually go back and say, hey, wait a minute, I really think um, the other option was better for me or because of what's happened this week, I can change my mind, right? I can change my heart. I can change my decision. And so that is a big one because nothing is, um, what is the word? Nothing is in that extreme of, set in stone, right? And because we're fluid, we're fluid people. And especially, you know, we're feminine, right? We, we have to flow. And sometimes think about a river, you know, sometimes a tree falls down overnight and the river kind of has to divert a little bit. You're going to have things come up where you wake up that day and you're not feeling it. You're not feeling great. You just need to be home. Um, and you're, you know, you're, and then you gauge kind of where it's like, am I avoiding because I feel like crappy because it's going to be stressful, but something I need to do, or is it, hey, you know what, I've committed to something I don't really want to do. And then having the having the um, inner strength to say, to say no then. So that's probably something we could talk at length in another episode about, like, really pushing through that. Um, you know, all of this is when we get, when we start making these decisions for ourselves, we're going to get into pattern and we're going to get triggered and we're going to have resistance. We're, we're going to self-sabotage. Our inner critic's going to come up. All the... So, you know, as you're living to your intuition, these things are going to happen, but just keep going with it. Kind of keep questioning it, being curious, creating that safety, the things I talked about today. Um, you know, and so to kind of bring this home, I want to just give you a little like story. You guys have heard I've been, I was in Florida for well over two weeks, a lot longer than I thought. Uh, and throughout that time, so many things happened that did not go according to plan. I'm going to really um, talk about that more in an episode next month when we're talking about story. But I saw this meme today where they show like your plan and then there's that line that goes, you know, projects out like this is my plan. But then life is what happens after you make plans and it's all this squiggly, squiggly, scroll, and you finally get through. That was my two weeks in Florida <laughs> and it was mostly great. But there was a lot of times where I would say the mindfuckery just flared up because I was, I had put myself in, I had made a decision to go and I knew I would have a lot of growth. Okay. So that's coming next month. But just for, for the sake of today, I had a lot of choices uh, before and during that trip. I had, I had a lot to make and too many. I was trying to let Brett make most of them. Um, but he is uh, mostly Enneagram nine. And so some of that stuff is, it was his trip, but so I still had to, you know, show up and, and do that kind of stuff. So, um, it was, it was just this thing where things were happening where you know, the motorhome kind of acted up, so so it had to go into the shop while we were down there. So the three days we were going to be at the VRBO by ourselves, Brett and I, the, the guys, my father-in-law and his friends, had to come with us. Um, one of my kids got food poisoning or the flu the night before he was supposed to fly down there um, to spend part of the time with us. So he had to stay home the entire trip. Um, my mom was kind of on her own in some ways, you know, helping out. Things So things were not going like the way I had planned, there are opportunities for me to fly home, to rescue, to feel better because I was kind of like, oh no. Uh, but I decided to stay the course. I decided to sit with it. And I decided to let day by day go by and to learn. And it was hard. I'll talk about letting go of control. That's another thing. It's <laughs> another episode. I have a lot of episodes stemming from this. But basically, you know, um, if we lean in, if we allow ourselves to sit through some of this stuff, when we come out the other side, that squiggly, scraggly line, we have so much awareness and like, oh, and we actually, what I felt after all was a lot more freedom to choose what I wanted in 
this season of life, you know, and I've, I've had a season where I felt like I didn't have a lot of choice these last couple of years, there's been a lot going on. And now it's like, wow, I actually do. A lot of this stuff was coming from my patterns and, you know, I was working through them, but the realization was, huh, I listened to myself and look at this. Is, I'm reaping the benefits now, right? Um, so as you're listening to this, I hope you're kind of getting curious about it. And also wondering if you're saying like, oh my word, I do not even know how to listen to my intuition. I don't even know what to do, or I'm always in this spot where I'm trying to make a decision with two options, right? Um, and so that's, I just want to also add that at the end here where that is like, um, normal. If you're wondering, like, if you're just not hearing it right, if you're missing the boat, if you're going to get it wrong, right? Um, and that's normal. The quick answer is we're going to miss the signs. We're, we're not going to get it right all the time. Um, I think what, what the, the overall, like, moral of the story is, though, is if we're patient and we are committed to taking the time to sit with it, to be with ourselves, to, to really decide why we want to listen to our intuition versus our ego and all this external crap, um, it doesn't matter then if we miss something or how long it takes or, you know, if we totally miss that boat, another boat is coming, right? Um, we're going to be able to hear it. We're going to be able to get past the ego's temper tantrums and all of the, you know, loudness of the world. And we're going to, we're going to be able to get to it because I see our, our intuition, um, which like is, the, you know, the essence of our soul is like that beacon that, of the lighthouse is always kind of there. You know, and you can't always, you, if you're not looking at it, you can't see it, but if you need it, you can. And it, it can permeate fog, it can permeate storms, um, you know, and we also connected to God, which is like, you know, I can't think of a metaphor right now, but I mean, that really solidifies it for me, <laughs> that we are, we're, we're okay, and that we, we just need to shine through and keep going. So I'm going to leave you with this. We can always pivot. We can always get out of that rigid people-pleasing perfectionism. We can always listen into our intuition and it doesn't have to be an all or nothing. It doesn't have to be an extreme thing. It can just be as we learn more, we'll tap into it more, we'll feel that freedom of living that way, making decisions in that way. So I hope this was helpful for you, gave you a little more food for thought, a little more to chew on. I love food analogies um, or metaphors. Uh, but you know, if you're like, oh, I really want to live my life this way more. I want to experience my next thing like Mercedes experienced Florida or, you know, like my clients are experiencing it. Just reach out. I mean, there's different ways to work with me or other coaches that help you to live that, you know, life by design where you're, where you're tapping into your own inner voice, your own intuition. Um, I, of course, love to coach. I love to hold vision board workshops. I have spaces where I love to hold retreat like days or weekends, you know, um, I love to have let women create that for themselves. Of course, I offer things, but um, sometimes I have women say, hey, I need this, and we create it for the day, and we go. So just know that like you don't have to just stay here in this contemplative place with your intuition. You can move forward with it. And there's many ways you know, that, that you can do that um, in life. There's so many opportunities right now for us to find the support that we need. Uh, sometimes too much, right? <laughs> but it really is, it's really amazing. So I hope you love the episode. Just keep stay in the group. I'm going to be, you know, around. And next month is um, is talking about story. And I did postpone the interview to that because I felt like it really resonated. Um, it's a panel of women. And I really thought it really resonated with story um, because it takes, like, that intuition to the next level. Like, if we're living into our 
story, you're helping to write, co-create our story, um, that's living into intuition. So stay tuned for next month. I would love for you to write a review if you haven't. Um, share this with a friend. You know, just and let me know the feedback of like what you're needing to hear, what you're wanting to learn. And you know, I'm always here for you. So I will see you next week here and in the group always. Have a great and beautiful day. Hey there. Thanks for listening, my friend. If you like the podcast today, please stop by and leave me a review. I am new to the podcast world and would so appreciate it. If any of your friends, ladies who support you or your team would like to hear this, please send them my way, will you? It truly takes a village. And I need help getting the message out that we can be that girl, that girl who lives her unapologetic life. Would you join me in the ripple effect? Look for other places to hang out with me and my tribe in the show notes. Until next time.